Hi, this is Dr. Tom Rogers, live at 5. Um, we do this every Tuesday, uh, last patient of the day, so it's about 5.30. It's been a long but good day. Uh, I've seen a lot of patients, a lot of interesting things. It looks like I'm sitting in my front yard here, doesn't it, Before my Kingsport Performance Medicine yard, but actually it's not, but I think it looks pretty cool. We've got a new format for this thing. But anyway, so I'm glad you're here. Um, a lot of great questions that we always get on Tuesdays. So let's start at the first question. I live in Kentucky. Any suggestions on how I can find a similar doctor here? Well, since you all beat us in, in uh, football, as a matter of fact, you massacred us on Saturday in football, then, um, yeah, there's probably a lot of good things in Kentucky. Um, as far as doctors... If you live in a larger city like Louisville or Lexington, then you can probably find somebody that's board certified um, in the American Academy of Anti-Aging. Look for A4M board certified doctors. Um, I don't know any personally in your area, but um, again, with the advent of telemedicine, um, I know performance medicine is treating people from all over the, uh, the country, and so... Um, for some reason I need to put this in my to get better sound <laughs> you believe that uh, so um, you can do telemedicine with me if you want um, you know usually when I do telemedicine if possible I like to see you about once a year in my clinic but I even have an office in Knoxville that may be closer to you but um, so it's not mandatory but um, you could call us and we could do a telemedicine consult I've got an, an idea that a lot of uh, the future of medicine is going to be through telemedicine so we can do a zoom chat or whatever but uh, you know look for a, a board certified physician that does integrative and functional medicine that uh, knows a lot about hormones and um, preventive medicine like we practice here and hopefully somebody with some good experience so but personally no I don't know anybody in Kentucky okay question two what test do you use to check cortisol also what about thyroid testing do you check anything besides t3 and t4 yeah um, well cortisol you know when I do a, a, um, a Cleveland heart panel or some of these like a Boston panel we always get a cortisol level but that's just a one-time measurement of your cortisol cortisol being the stress hormone from your adrenal glands um, so if it's real high that means you may have Cushing's disease if it's real low it may mean you have Addison's disease those are unusual uh, most people just have adrenal dysfunction in other words, it may be a little higher, a little low, or a little screwy as the time of day it's higher or low. So what I prefer is a salivary four-point cortisol curve. And that, uh, it's a take-home test by ZRT Labs. And you get a little sputum sample in these little tubes that you do at 8, 12, 5, and 10. So that tells me what your cortisol level is at four different times during the day. Um, which is useful. It's supposed to be higher in the morning, lower at night. It's kind of what wakes you up. I just saw one an hour ago. Hers was really high at noon. Otherwise, it was normal. 
and she was really dragged out at noon. So we looked at her lifestyle a little bit and what she was eating, and um, I put her on a little adrenal energy balance hormone supplement, and hopefully that will help her. But So I like the four-point salivary cortisol test. Um, as far as thyroid testing, uh, yeah, we check a TSH, free T4, free T3, TPO, sometimes uh, just antithyroglobulin antibodies. Sometimes I check a reverse T3 if I can't figure out why you're not responding to one of the medications. Um, and usually I like to, and sometimes I'll check an iodine level um, through urine test or sometimes a, um, sometimes a, a 24-hour urine, rarely. But um, anyway, there's a lot of ways to check it because when you look at thyroid, you need to look at the other levels like your cortisol and your insulin. But in general, you know, we can get by with a TSH, free T3, free T4, and a TPO antibody. That usually tells me most of the things I need to know about your thyroid. So great questions on that. Question three. Let's see. I'm a 36-year-old male and I've always been active. I'm having trouble sleeping, stay fatigued at the gym, and I find myself getting irritable at work. Help. Um, there's a lot of things this could be. The first thing you think about is low T, low testosterone, um, especially since you mentioned the gym and uh, you stay fatigued at the gym. You may be getting hypoglycemic. Um, so, you know, 36 years old, you should have a pretty good T level. If not, we need to find out why, and then we need to correct it. Um, and correcting it, um, can we can do one of several things. You know, we don't just want to willy-nilly give you testosterone shots off the bat until we try to stimulate your own production of, of testosterone, maybe with luteinizing hormone, etc. But uh, there could be other things like low thyroid. Your cortisol could be messed up. You could be iron deficient, hypoglycemic. Uh, um, there's a lot of things it could be. So what I would suggest is coming in and getting a fasting Cleveland heart panel in my office, and it'll check your hormone levels, your vitamin levels, uh, your ferritin. It's just a good overall test to, to let me know what's going on with you metabolically. So... Sometimes I look at sleep patterns, and you may have sleep apnea. So, I mean, it's something we need to look at from several different angles. So come in and get a Cleveland and talk to us, and we'll try to help you out with that. So hope that helps. But think about low T. All right, question number four. I'm currently taking Ancestral Supplements NDT. Hmm. Um, I have been diagnosed with Hashimoto's, am in menopause, and have had weight gain. What do you think I should do? That's a great question. Um, NDT means natural desiccated thyroid. It's really a glandular over-the-counter supplement that you can get. And Ancestral is one of those companies that uses grass-fed stuff. I think they're out of New Zealand. So it's a good company. You know, whether or not you want to get on a glandular you really need to come in and, and get the testing. Before I put you on a glandular, I have to check your your antibodies uh, to see. In that case, I may not use uh, the glandulars. So, um, you know, you need more thorough testing before you um, 
you know, really go on those glandulars, which means ground up um, thyroid uh, gland from animals like cattle, pigs sometimes. Um, some of the ones that they have, I think they do a mixture of different organs like, you know, your liver, your spleen and thyroid and adrenals. So, you know, the problem with some of these glandulars is the doses of them, you know, it's sometimes it's the quality control is not as good because it's not FDA regulated. Not that I don't think that that's sometimes bogus, but, um, so sometimes I'll use, uh, um, you know, I'll go straight to Armor, Nature Thyroid, NP, WP. But it depends on that T4 to T3 ratio, your antibodies. So, you know, you need to look at that in a little more depth before you just go go take a supplement. Same thing with iodine. You know, more people are low in iodine that are high in iodine. But you don't want to get somebody that already has a high iodine level, extra iodine like Lugol's, unless you actually measure it. So I would say measure that. And as far as you're in menopause, you need to come and check your hormones out. You know, of course, if you're in menopause, you need to work that up and see what your estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, DHEA levels are. And then we need to balance your hormones with bioidentical hormones. So it sounds like you need to come in the office and get some some lab tests. But uh, that's a good question. Good question. Uh, Okay. Question number five, last question. Is there a specific time you recommend intermittent fasting, skipping your first or last meal of the day? Um, Personally, I do intermittent fasting every day. And earbud came out. Um, I like, I typically don't eat after 7 p.m. until 12, the next day. So I'm on a 17 off, 7 on program. Um... It's different for different people. Most people start out as six, 16 off, 8 on. Um, but it's different for different people. It depends on what your goals are. If you need weight loss, you may need even, even a more strict uh, time-restricting feeding time. But, um, you know, generally you skip your first meal of the day. I just think it works out better. So just skip breakfast. You know, we were taught for years that you need to breakfast. It's your most important meal of the day. Well, I've found out, and I've researched this a lot, and I've tried it, and I've tried it with thousands of patients. I, I think you need to skip breakfast. Um, you know, I just think it works out better. Your head clears. And when you eat breakfast, sometimes you get a – it makes you hungry for a mid-morning snack, especially if you're eating a lot of carbs. Um, I just saw a patient this afternoon that um, – matter of fact, she was from Kentucky. She ate a bowl of cereal every night before she went to bed. And she said she'd love to get up at midnight and eat another bowl of cereal. And that's the first thing she ate in the morning. And she couldn't figure out why she couldn't lose weight. Well, that's probably the reason. Uh, so cut out cereal altogether. There's no, there's no healthy cereal, um, even if it has fiber in it. It's just pure carbs. It's fast carbs. Avoid cereal. There's no heart-healthy cereal. Um, so do some intermittent fasting. You know, I even used to take bulletproof coffee in the morning and I really couldn't figure out why that um, I couldn't I was getting a little bit of belly fat to be honest with you you know my pants were fitting a little tighter and I'd never had this before and of course I was putting heavy whipping cream 
stevia and I was putting grass-fed butter in my coffee and what happens there you know supposedly to keep you in ketosis which is a condition where you're burning fat not carbs but what really happened your body is going to use that fat that you're eating for energy not your own fat so you'll never get to your own belly fat stores unless you do some true true clean fasting and um you know reading that book by jan stevens feast fast repeat that really changed my mind on a lot of things and uh very helpful to me but um so skip breakfast is my easy answer so um and then come in and talk to us and see see what other things you may need to to look at because um as i say you know being a doctor who specializes in hormones and metabolism it's kind of easy for me to really figure you out but sometimes it's not easy to do that's where it comes up to you i can give you recommendations but you actually need to do them and there's a lot of psychology that comes into play with that that's why i love dr robin brank our our team psychologist that works a lot with patients that just have a lot of psychological eating um but uh so uh, that's the last question we've had an exciting week we're treating tons of COVID 19 over the phone and having great results from it go to my podcast and my doctor's note from yesterday my monday uh podcast and look at that um if you want some information of how uh, we treat COVID 19 the, the trick is you need to identify and treat early and the medicines we use really do work um there's no doubt about it so the, the mistake is ignoring it getting your positive test and they tell you to go home and take some cough medicine and quarantine well you know what if you get worse which you may um you need to jump on it early from multiple angles um, with multiple things including medications and supplements um, so so far we've had great luck with it um you know, it's it can be a mild illness and it can get worse, but we think we do a really good job of treating COVID nineteen. And right now, it is all over the place. It is a it is a pandemic without doubt. And right here in East Tennessee, we're seeing just a ton of it. And there's a lot more of it out there that people don't even know. So, um, if you have symptoms or if anybody in your family has tested positive, or even if they if they can't smell or taste. And even if their test is negative, if they come down with flu-like symptoms or just a cold and they can't smell or taste, they've got COVID and we treat it because there's a really high false negative rate on this thing. But go get the test and let us know if we can be any with any help with treating that. We're treating people from all over the country since this last podcast I did went viral. So, And we're glad to do it. All my staff and my mid-levels are very well versed on how to treat this now. So anyway, I hope you have a great rest of the week. It's beautiful fall weather. Get out and ride your bike and walk, have fun, enjoy, enjoy this beautiful fall. I'll see you next week. Thank you. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.